Welcome to Don't Quote Me On That. One day we will have an intro, but today is not that day. Hello, hello, I'm Kalina. And I'm Eleanor. And welcome back to Don't Quote Me On That, where we kind of talk about movies. And we are, in fact, kind of talking about a movie today. I just realized that. We are. I think I think we could argue that this is a movie. I mean, it is a movie. But, like, I'm sure this version of it has been recorded and sold in some capacity somewhere. I'm willing, I'm willing to take you up on that argument. I'll go in on it. And I agree. We're talking about a movie today, folks. Yes, we are. I'm sure you've all read the title. I, yeah. But still, I think we've also watched the movie version of this for our radio show, which is before your time. But did we? I don't remember subjecting you to this. I know I watched it and I don't think I would have watched it without being nudged by you. (laughs) That's what I'm like. I feel like I would remember making you watch this, but that's possible. It is possible. It's also possible that I don't know. One Christmas, Eleanor and I sat down and watched all of the Twilights in a row, and then I proceeded to make her follow it up with the Peter Pan, but the live action one, which is the best one. And that was a very emotional day for us. New Moon, I I stopped thinking. Oh, yeah. Do not watch um, Eclipse into Breaking Dawn unless you want to have a very bad time. Just, I don't even Mm -hmm. like, like love. That made me real emo for a long time. I think we had to pause Breaking Dawn every 30 seconds for the first 10 minutes just to, like, mm-hmm. walk away and come back to it. But uh, today we're talking about uh, Heather's The Musical. I listened to the world premiere cast recording. Yeah. The three which little I hope is the right the one. Yes, with the little ladies yeah. on the front. That's the one. Um, I also have the lyrics pulled up. So essentially, I, well, real quick, this is like, if you guys listen to our Anastasia episode, it's like this, where um, Eleanor, I picked, I like musicals, Eleanor does not like musicals as much, I picked a bunch of musicals a while ago, and then picked out like five songs from each of them, so for Anastasia, did the five songs, and then I give them to Eleanor, and basically she's got to listen to them with no context, and then she's going to tell us what she thinks is going on, I will tell her if she's wrong or right, and we'll chit chat about it a little bit. It's a, it's, I think it's a fun way. I don't think, like, I know sometimes we do, like, those album swaps, but I think album swapping an entire musical is just, one, it's a lot of songs, and two, there's just, yeah, there's, you're gonna understand the plot, but also miss a lot of stuff, you know? I think, um, I think five songs is our sweet spot, I think, for, for almost everything. Um, we learned very early on that I can't be cl- giving Kalina albums with 20 songs on them. Um, yeah, but, uh, honestly, if you give me more than, I'd say, 10 songs, everything after number 10, I think, sounds exactly the same. And I have, mm-hmm. I'm like, this sounds like the last song. It's a song. Great. Yeah. I did not reach that point. Um, I did reach I did the, try. oh, it's a song. Great. Point. Um, I'll be honest, the second song kind of. I love these episodes because I don't have to do any preparation, especially for <laughs> Heather's, not to expose myself. I love Heather's. I listen to Heather's fairly, not, not like often, as often as I used to either, but like fairly regularly. I didn't really have to re-listen to these songs to tell you what was happening. But there is one, the, what the second song Eleanor is talking about, I did pick specifically just to give her the worst time. Po- I try to pick, when I pick the five songs, I try to like give you a like 
I don't try to pick like let's say five songs in the beginning all in a row. You know, I try to give you like a little bit spread out. So I did this, these songs. I started a little further in the show, but kind of like when the plot starts picking up. Um, yeah, they are so they are pretty spread out for the most part. So yeah, I try. So you get like a holistic view if you can try and piece together things. Um, but also, yeah, I did pick the second song specifically just to give you the worst time ever. And I have, like I said, I have seen the movie. It has been a long time. And um, somebody on this podcast that isn't me has explained the plot to me just a couple times. Not as often as Anastasia, but... Um, I just... Have you all ever seen Christian Slater? Listen, one of my favorite tweets ever. If someone was like, if I didn't know... Christian Slater's name was Christian Slater. And I watched Heather's for the first time. I would go, yeah, that dude looks like he's named Christian Slater. Because he does. And I love him. That's true. Um, I, I, I always say... Bit... No, you go, sorry. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say and I'm going to take it out of your <laughs> mouth because it's one of my notes. Uh, JD from Heather's is Kalina's irredeemable bad boy. She thinks everybody is allowed to have... Well, also Twitter has agreed everyone is allowed to have one irredeemable bad boy. Hers is JD. That's literally one of my notes. <laughs> That's what I was going to... Um, in my defense, Eleanor's is um, the character Jackson Rathbone plays in Criminal Minds, so I don't think anyone's got... St- I don't think some people on this podcast have a this high ground not, to stand on. This That was not actually the conversation Listen, we were having. Everyone comments your irredeemable bad boy. I promise you JD is not the worst option. No. And mine is not by probably shot. not... Because, look... My- a lot of people say, like, Loki, I know... But, like, I feel like he's redeemable because he's had a lot of, like, like, redemption arcs and back and forth. Also, like, he's a superhero somehow, so he can't be all bad. And he's, like, in major... Anyway, off off topic. (laughs) Moral of the story. JD's great. Love him. Uh, So, do you want to just get right into it? Yes. I have some other thoughts, but I'm sure they'll come up, so... Oh, I promise you, they will come up. (laughs) Uh, So, the first song is... Number six on the album, mm-hmm. uh, it is called Dead Girl Walking, mm-hmm. and um, this song is about how uh, Veronica, uh, one of the Heathers, has, so basically. Oh yeah, I should explain the plot of Heathers yeah, so, for those of you who don't know. I think, I think I might be able to do this. Stop me if I'm go on. wrong. Go, go, go. So Veronica is a new girl at a school, and the school is kind of ruled by these three uh little popular girls they're all named heather um i think they're all like pretty and rich and thin and white and um they they rule the school and veronica i guess wants to be their friend but also hates them and in this song titled dead girl walking one of the oh, wait, oh, oh wait, oh wait, if we're going into the song, I'll correct you. So, okay. um, it basically, <laughs> at least in the musical, I know they all grew up together because she says that in the first song. Which, um, now that I'm thinking about it, if all of them grew up together, why did like three different sets of families were like, yeah, I'm gonna name my kid Heather? That's not gonna cause any problems later. But anyway, Maybe they all grew all up together. Very important family members that then they were refusing to budge. Ah, okay. Or so, they grew yeah, they up together up... starting at like kindergarten. So you know. That that does come back later, actually. Um, but yeah, so they all grew up together. They're going into their senior year of high school. At the start, um, Veronica's like, uh, I look at all these people I've known all my life, and like I ask myself what happened. And basically, we get a lot of scenes of like the jocks bullying the nerds, and you kind of get a sense of like who's who. And then they're like, 
but there are the Heathers, and then we meet the three Heathers. Now, in the movie, there are three skinny white girls. In the show, um, I think the like most popular version of the show, it's uh, one of the Heathers is played by an Asian actress which i thought was nice but like for the most part they are conventionally attractive especially like when the movie came out they are conventionally attractive yeah they're they're high school mean girls we've all seen yeah girls one of those was asian too this is this is just like a deadly version of mean girls i think yeah is a good way to simplify it so is veronica new to no veronica okay no veronica but veronica wasn't cool veronica has a best friend named martha and she they kind of just flirt on the outskirts and martha gets bullied a lot because she's um not small in size mm. and so she gets bullied a lot and veronica kind of escapes under the radar but by association is also a loser yeah um eleanor's putting stuff together right now i, can I see. am <laughs> connecting um, the dots but then something oh uh veronica a plot point that i don't know if it comes up in any of the songs i gave you is veronica's really good at forging signatures is so, jd new to town then jd's new to town yes okay so Veronica's very good at forging signature. She forges a signature to help the Heathers get out of trouble. And then she's like, "If um, can I hang out with you guys at lunch just one time? Because if people think I'm cool and you guys like me, they'll leave me alone. And they're like, oh, fine, you're useful. So they kind of just let her tag along. Into, so it's the Heathers and Veronica now. And then right before this song, Dead Girl Walking, they go to a party. And Veronica stands up to Heather because the Heathers are bullying her friend Martha. And Veronica like makes a big show and she stands up to Heather. And Heather's like... I think this is a very good line. I, we haven't even gotten into the song, but I think this is a very good line. <laughs> Basically, Heather's like, Veronica's like, I'll be fine. And Heather's like, I know who I'm eating lunch with on Monday. Do you? And basically, she's like, you won't even, it's not even that you'll be a no- nobody. You'll be an ex-somebody when I'm done with you. And so this is at this big party. Veronica runs off and leaves. And now we go into Dead Girl Walking. I will let, oh, oh yes. And um, JD's new in town. Veronica likes him, but that, that she just like likes him. But he's kind of weird, so she hasn't really gotten to talked to him too much i will not let eleanor take away dead girl walking okay it starts with um the demon queen of high school which i think um sums up the whole musical pretty well Mm -hmm. um and basically she's like i'm assuming the party took place on like a friday night Mm -hmm. because um do you sit down and do that math because i did that math too um I will be honest, I just guesstimated from 8 a.m. to 30 hours. That's exactly. a little bit That's under three did. days, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Friday night, uh, Heather, one of them, uh, is like, I'm going to kill you. And now Veronica's like, okay. Well, now I, I only enough. have the weekend to live. I'm going to, um, she's like, what should I do? Hmm, I know, have sex. Which is fair. Well, um, yeah, yeah. I forgot, I was, you know, you're, you're telling me what you think is happening. You finish, I'll tell you. I was very, very scared. There's one part where basically she's like, I'm going to spend these 30 hours getting freaky. And then there's one part a couple lines later where she starts, there's a lot of rhyming in this song. Um, and she, uh, so a couple of the rhyming words are clock and lock and knock. And I was super scared <laughs> that, um. The next word. Oh, the next word was going to not be not going to be family um, friendly. A nickname for male genitalia that rhymes with knock, but it wasn't. Um, but then it got worse because she said, "I have to ride you until I break you." What do you mean? That's the best line. That is the best part of the whole song. No, it's not. But it's pretty good. And no, it's not the best. But I have picked out the best. Um, <laughs> but basically, it seems like what is happening. Because Veronica just kind of shows up at JD's house. 
because in the song, JD is like, how did you find my address? And she's like, let's just have sex. And he's like, uh, you, you broke my mattress. And she's like, well, let's just have sex. And then he's like, okay. Um, Fair enough. Also, she talks about his tidy whities And I don't think we as an audience needed to know that because it kind of um, ruins the, the visual. I'm not like, yeah, I'm going to ride you until I break you. You're my last meal on death row. I love that you're wearing skin-tight white underwear. It's the 80s. Oh, did I listen to it in the 80s? <laughs> Fair enough. I can't. I... <laughs> okay, but imagine if he looks like Christian Slater, and then maybe it works. No. Also, tidy whities is just the worst way to describe anything. <laughs> um, the best line in this whole song is, um, I'm hot and pissed and on the pill. Um... I'm not eating if my mother's listening to this. Um, <laughs> in the show, she turns to the audience when she says that. When she goes, I'm on the pill. So everyone, just to, just to clear up any confusion oh, we might have later, like, any concerns. Um, you know that Dirk Bentley song called Drunk on the Plane? Um, he's talking mm -hmm. about how he's going to get drunk on the plane. And he says, I'm buying drinks for everybody. And then he like pauses and then he says, but the pilot. <laughs> just, just to be safety clear. first. <laughs> Yeah, she always turns she turns to the audience that. I think that's a funny little tidbit. Um, also, my <laughs> and when I was first uh, listening, I said, I kind of know Heathers, so I'm going to assume they're all alive at this point, which, like, obviously they are, because... Yes. Obviously. Also, they die. S sorry to spoil Heathers for you. <laughs> I know you didn't know that, Colleen. I know you, you no, stopped it. Shocking. <laughs> I just picked these songs based on the name. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your recap of Dead Girl Walking? I believe that is my, my recap. Okay. So, yeah, um, basically exactly what Eleanor said. She leaves the party. Veronica is kind of like, oh, my God, I my life is ruined. When I get to school on Monday, my life is over. Because she was kind of, as much as she didn't like the Heathers, you know, it is nice to be popular, especially when you're not getting bullied anymore. And mm -hmm. so she's, like, walking home, and she passes by Jay-Z's house, and she's, like, she's, like, trying to figure out, she's, like, maybe I could run out of town and go someplace else. And then she's, like, oh, I can't do that. And at the same time, she, like, sees the light on in his window, and I guess she sees him in there. And she's, like, or I could go sleep with him. And so then she just climbs up his house and into his window and then breaks through his window, and he's, like, hey, um, what are you doing here? And then <laughs> good. she's, like... She's like, I'm here to have sex with you. And he's like, I mean, he's not the most popular fella. He's a little like edgy. I think one time, I think some of the characters compared him to Bo Diddley or something. He wears like a trench coat. Like that's his, you know, his aesthetic. And so he's like, just so far out of their social circle. So like, she's like, well, you know, Veronica's basically like, what do I have to lose? I'm not cool anymore. I'm going to, I thought this guy was hot. We got along. Um, I only have 30 hours left to live. But a lair together, like. They're both a little pretentious. So, yeah, let's get freaky. Um, I mean, there's not much to... to also, um, I really hope this is a, um, a, like a link to something that happens in the musical and this person doesn't just talk like this, but there's uh, a genius annotation when JD says, Veronica, what are you doing in my room? And it's specifically on Veronica. And this comment starts with, Wonders of wonders, miracle of miracles. He remembers her name. Does that person just talk like that? I 
think so. No. Uh, well, to, <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, um, in the musical, I think the first thing, one of the first things he says, he's like, greetings and salutations. And then he says, oh, and he asked about the gun. He's like, the ex- in the musical, instead of pulling out a gun, he just gets in a fight with the two main jocks and wins. Mm. And he's like, the extreme always seems to make an impression. I told you, they're both a little pretentious, right? I, Part I of the reason they get along. gather that. Um, at one, and then later on in the show, he goes, dreadful etiquette, I know. I, I, I apologize. Like, he's just, they're just, they're like, they like read books and think no one else has read a book <laughs> in their life. And like, to be fair, in the, in, in the, both the movie and the show, the rest of the t- town is painted out to be very shallow and not, 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 there's not much substance to these people other than looking cool and fitting the mold. So like, they are true, but also, yeah, they're a little, they're a little uppity. Uh, I don't know. I like the song. There's not much I to know, correct you I know, this song was really fun. Um, also, another JD's annotation, um, when JD says, that works for me, it just says, consent. <laughs> it is important. Um, but on the staging, basically, in the show, they just... Sorry, I definitely am not eating. Um, definitely, just, they, they're, like, pretending to have sex on stage, and I don't think I could do that. No, I... No. While singing... Worse. Well, I couldn't sing on stage is the first problem. <laughs> I could sing on stage. I've done that a few times. Not well, but I've done it. Yes, you have. Uh, I've seen Kalina do karaoke. I'm so good at it, right? More than once. You definitely have fun. I have a good time, and I don't think... I definitely like put my all into it. You do. You do. You definitely lose Thank yourself you. in the music. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um... If you wanna, if you wanna feel hot and and fun, this is I think this is a fun song to put on. Out of it even is. out of context, it's pretty easy to follow. It's you don't really need a lot to enjoy it. Yeah, they do. It is it is fairly spelled out. Um, the next song. Also, I do like Dead Girl Walking does does kind of become a like it's a bit of foreshadowing. Mm. Also, like if 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 I was just going off the names, because I made a joke about that earlier, like de- like you wouldn't expect the song called "Dead Girl Walking" to be about two people hooking up. No, you wouldn't. So I do, I do like how they how that works, but it comes back later. Um, the next song, unfortunately, one of your guesses for the name could very well be what it's actually about. Um, the song is called "Blue," and it's about m- men having blue balls. Which is um, when they are t- turned on, but that does not come to any sort of fruition. Um, and unfortunately, in this song, <laughs> it sounds like poor Veronica is trapped somewhere with these two boys who are trying to guilt her into um, making them a- achieve completion. In a yeah. sexual manner, but it's also like weirdly homoerotic because they're singing it together. And also, there's another <laughs> girl who is singing for some reason. Um, and then, and then, okay, this whole time there's more. <laughs> they're singing about their blue balls, and they bring Winnie the Pooh into it. Why do they have to bring Winnie the Pooh into it? 
this is listen. I don't listen to this song ever, but I was going through the list I and I saw this and why. I was like, "This is going." I was like, "Eleanor's going to hate this." Basically, we have Ram and Kurt, who are the two main jocks, and they kind of tag along with the Heather's, and they're they're big bullies. Um, and Ram and Ram and Kurt go on a double date with the other two Heather. So not the main Heather, Heather Chandler, but they go on a double date with Heather McNamara and Heather Duke. And, um, the two of them want to have sex, but the Heathers don't. So they call Veronica and basically just try to get them to date rape her, date rape her instead of themselves. Uh, That's. Yeah. Um, like I, I think they're, I I don't remember where they are, but in the show they're like, there's some place and, and basically one of the Heathers calls Veronica for help and Veronica comes to help and then they lock the boys and Veronica out the car. And they're like, anyway, that's your problem now. And Veronica's like, well, you let me in the car. And they're like, no. Great. Listen, the Heathers weren't. replaced with another song. It's no longer being performed in Heathers Productions. Could not. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Couldn't figure out why. Yeah, if you if you look at the song, at one point she goes, Heather, Heather, open the door. And they go, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like, they're singing this. Um, they also, um, the, the, the two boys, um, Kurt and Ram are, are talking about their balls. Um, and they say they're warm like mittens. They'll curl up on your face and purr like kittens. Look, Um, if you take the context out of it. And also once you were geeky and nerdy, but they knew you were dirty um, and then they, uh. like, get a little bit nice for a second. <laughs> they'll, like, look, they'll do whatever you want. You can take them home and meet your parents. They'll wear a suit and a tie. Um, but then they just go back to begging for sex. Um, and then they say, my pants are rubbing like a hot cheese grater. Um, and then I'm failing to see where, where you're having the problem. They say, they will protect you, defend you, respect you, befriend you like Winnie the Pooh. He has no place in this conversation <laughs> at all. <laughs> this song has nothing to do with the plot at all. I just think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. Yeah, it, I think. Yeah, no, it's really funny. I do think it paints a good picture as to like the who the Heather's are that they would you know do that to someone as a quote unquote friend and. Um, this, the spoiler, this does come after, um, the first murder. Oh, that they have okay. made look like a suicide. So basically after dead girl walking, Veronica wakes up the next morning and she's like, that was stupid. I know I, I know I talked a big game about not caring and doing whatever I want, but I need to go apologize to Heather cause she's going to make my life horrible. And JD's like, okay, I'll come with you. And then Veronica's like, okay, by the way, that was my first time having sex. Let's go. And then JD was like, oh, okay. And she's surprised. He wants to stick around. And I guess they kind of decide they're dating here. And they go to Heather's house. And Heather's like, and Heather's hungover from the party the night before. So Veronica's like, okay, I'll make her something to like help with her hangover. That'll help her want to forgive me. And they go to her room and they she apologizes and heather's like you have to get on your knees and apologize in front of your boy toy here and jd in the show he does something very cute which i've seen put point out he turns around so he doesn't see her 
getting on her knees to apologize just to be respectful. Uh, but Heather's like, no, you gotta, you gotta get down on your knees and grovel. And Veronica's like, are you serious? And she's like, yep. So Veronica gets down on her knees and grovels. And then Heather's like, Heather drinks the thing and she's like, haha, I'm not going to forgive you anyway, even though she acted like she was going to. Um, and then what, see what happened earlier in the kitchen at Heather's house was JD poured some no rust, uh, like some like rust buildup, anti-rust mm. buildup into a cup and was like, oh, if we give this to her, she'll never even know. And Veronica's like, we can't do that. And then, um, now it depends on what version you're watching. I don't remember what happens in the movie, but in some versions, JD sees that she picks up in the show in the show he sees that she picks up the no the cup with the drain cleaner in it essentially. Mm-hmm. And he says Veronica and she says what? And he goes, Nothing. So he knows she's giving her the drain cleaner, but Veronica doesn't know. And then in other versions he switches the cups. So she picks up the the, okay. the drain cleaner. Either way, he does know that Heather is going to drink drain cleaner. He's aware Veronica is not. But um, she so anyway, Heather drinks the drain cleaner and dies shockingly. Don't don't drink drain cleaner. Um, and then he's like, "Oh my god, we have to make this look like a suicide. You have to fake her handwriting." So then, which is remember plot point from before? Exactly. So um, they get the bell jar by Sylvia Plath. I think they were supposed to be reading for school. And then she just like writes a suicide note. And she's like, oh my God, we'll stick it in this book. So it looks like she was sad and emo. And everyone believes it. So and then, and then basically the song after Dead Girl Walking is Heather, Dead Heather singing whatever Veronica's writing in her, her suicide note. Well, yeah. And everyone, (laughs) that's not a great word, but you know. And the way they write it, they're like, oh my God, like everyone thought everything was perfect in my life because it was. She was like, no one thinks a pretty girl has feelings. Like, that's a reoccurring theme in the song. Basically, they're trying to humanize her, and everyone's like, oh, my God. Heather Chandler was so much nicer and so wonderful than we than we ever thought. But she wasn't. But, like, that's how they get away with it. So then, then we go to Blue. So Heather is, the main Heather's dead. These two Heathers are hooking up with Kurt and Ram, and they're like, we're going to get them to date rape Veronica. Oh. Ten out of ten. Well, yeah. That's what I would do if my friend died. Obviously. Um, and there's also kind of like a, a kind of an imbalance because what happened is at the party, uh, Heather was like, I'm going to ruin your life on Monday, but I don't think anyone outside the Heathers knew that. So Veronica's still smooth sailing popularity wise because they didn't get a chance to ruin her life. And I forgot what my other point was. Anyway. Oh yeah. There's kind of like a, like, it's like, who's going to be in charge? Cause Heather Chandler okay. was very clearly the, the HBIC. As what the, the head as, Heather is the, the H H H I C, the head Heather in charge. Exactly. Um, so anyway, we get blue. Not not much plot point happening here. Just kind of a no, good character study, I think. I, I appreciate you trying to make it um, contextual, uh, even though you did say it was just for torture. <laughs> it was just for torture. But uh, the next song. Is actually it's right after blue. Okay, good. I wasn't sure if I picked that one or not. There was some plot that happened in between that. Yes. Actually, probably not much plot, really. Not much plot, no. But so, uh, the next song is "Our Love Is God," and you tell you tell me what you think happens here. Okay. So, I thought that this song was the first murder, but apparently, twasn't. Um. So, okay, I have to change it a little bit because now I, I know what's been going on beforehand. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, I think now 
Heather has, or no, Heather, Veronica has told JD about what happened with the boys. And mm-hmm. JD was like, they, they hurt my girl. Let's go get some revenge. And Veronica's like, okay. Um, but JD gets a little, woohoo. He's, he's a little, he's a little <laughs> insane crazy. Um, and they, they keep talking about how their love is God. Um, and basically, essentially how they're going to rule the world together and do whatever they need to do. And then in it, Veronica calls the, the, the two boys and she's like, Hey, I know you tried to rape me yesterday, but I'm over that. Um, how about you guys both meet me in the graveyard at midnight for some makeup sex? And they're like, okay. And honestly, don't kill anyone. But if they're that stupid, <laughs> what are we missing? Um, and also, they're like, yeah, free sex. And we don't even have to buy it a pizza. How many girls have put out for pizza? <laughs> Enough. Too many. <laughs> um, and then JD is like, we're what killed the dinosaurs. I was like, calm down. And then... JD is like, we're going to shoot him. And Veronica's like, um, and he's like, we're going to shoot him. But don't worry, the bullets, not real. And also, we're going to make them gay. And Veronica's like, well. And then JD's like, it's a great idea. The bullets aren't even real. And Veronica's like, well, in that case, woohoo. Um, but the bullets, real. So the first one gets shot, and he's like, and then the, the alive one is like, um, you killed my friend. Do you think maybe you could not do that? And then JD's like, eh, I kind of want to. Um, and then the alive one's running away, and he's like, please don't kill me. You know, I was just kidding. I'm not that bad of a guy. I know, like, what happened last night. Not great. Not, like, you know, a shining example of my character, but I don't need to die over it. Um, and then he dies, dies and then Veronica's like, Hey, JD, what (laughs) was that? And he's like, don't worry. I worship you. And then almost immediately Veronica is just right back into the groove of their love being God. Like real quick. And then both of them are dead and gay. The jocks, not Veronica. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you summed it up great. Basically, what happens after Blue is... um, So Veronica doesn't sleep with them. She distracts them and she leaves. Um, But Kurt and Ram go to school the next day and tell everyone she slept with both of them at the same time. And Mm. so now the whole... The rumor mill is glowing. Her reputation is ruined. And JD gets in another fight with them, but loses this time. And then that's the first time we hear... Our love is God. And he's like, they made you cry. And that's going to end tonight. You are the only thing that's right about this broken world. Now, I listen, I we all know Kalina's thoughts on love. I think love is stupid and, and uh, hyped up way too much. And I do think like the whole premise of our love is God. And another thing he says is, we're what killed the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. They like we're really the hone in on that's that overdue. point. And then he goes, the dinosaurs choked on the dust. They died because God said they must. Because the new world needed room for me and you. 
that's stupid. I don't think like if anyone said that to me, I'd be like, that's dumb. Are you okay? But like I <laughs> as a as a teenage girl whose life is seeming like it's over and you know, there's this horrible rumor and like there's someone who was willing to fight for you and cares about you so much, I can see the appeal of him mm-hmm. going, Our love is God and we're the only thing that matters, no matter how stupid everyone else is. I wouldn't appreciate him saying that God killed the dinosaurs for us because no, I personally that, that's like a bit... dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, one time I saw this couple get a tattoo of like a, a slushies are a big thing in this show. It doesn't come up here in the songs I picked for you, but like a slushie is like a when one of the first times Veronica and JD talk is at a Seven Eleven, and mm. he's getting like a big slurp, and she's talking about a slushie. So I saw anyway. I saw this couple um, get tattoos of slushies, and then our love is God. And I would just like everyone to know they're broken up now. What? So don't do that. Oh my God! Really? You mean getting? A tattoo for... That's... I mean... It's not as bad as getting, like, Bonnie and Clyde tattoos. But... Yeah, I mean, at least these are fake people. It's up there. But, like, don't do that. I love this show. I love JD. Don't... I wouldn't do that. That's stupid. Like, I could see getting your own tattoo for something. Like, Mm -hmm. perhaps I'm hot and pissed and on the pill. That would make a fun tattoo. (laughs) couples tattoos and then couples tattoos for a fictional murder couple well like i could even see getting our love is god because you're just that in love i just don't think we should get our love is god together Mm -hmm. agree i like like the slushy or the big slurp alone would have done it yeah but anyway um He's like, I was, uh, JD's like, I was alone. A, a big plot for JD also is that he, he never stays in one place very long. His father moves around, him and his dad move around a lot. His dad owns a demolition company. And mm. so he and his dad just move to wherever the next place his father's supposed to be working is. So he's never, um, I think in one song he goes, I've been through 10 high schools. They start to get blurry. And he says, no point planting roots when you're gone in a hurry. So that's like, that's um that's when they're in the Seven Eleven having a conversation so like in the in this song in our love is god he's like i was alone i was a frozen lake and then you melted me awake and now i'm crying too boy shut up like i get i get i can get in the moment the appeal but like objectively shut up right but he's like basically he's like we're the only thing that matters and we're gonna make them pay for what they did to you so she calls him on the phone she's like oh my god how did you know like i know you lied about me sleeping with both of you but like that's been my dream how did you know and then kurt and ram are like Oh, that was a that was a lucky guess. Which is that smart, dude. And she's like, okay, well, yeah, meet me at the cemetery at dawn. And like, I don't think the two of them are smart enough to know when dawn is. That's my only complaint, like, just about this song, really. Because every time I hear them, like, they don't know when dawn is. They one hundred and ten percent don't know. But then he he's like, as Eleanor said, he's like, he's got these guns, and she, and Veronica's like, oh my god, are they real? And he's like, yes, but we're gonna fill them up with Ekaluga bullets. And then Veronica's like, what? And JD's like, um, my granddad got them in World War II. The Nazis used them to fake their suicides when the Russians invaded Berlin. What we're going to do is we're going to use them and we're going to knock out Curtin Ram long enough. And then you're going to fake a suicide note saying that. Um, and then we have Curtin Ram saying, Ram and I died because we had to hide our gay forbi- forbidden love from a misapproving world. So basically, you're just going to kill them long enough to make it look like they died in a gay suicide pact. And then they'll be the laughing stocks when they wake up. Now, the best part about this whole section is JD goes, we're filling it with Eklug bullets. In German, Eklug means I'm lying. Um, I have seen some theories online that Veronica says she's taking German in school, so she should have known that. 
I don't personally ag- agree with those theories, but I just think it's really funny that he just was like, um, yeah, and we're filling them with I'm lying bullets. Even like if she knew German, that doesn't mean she knew German history and his, you know, if she knew they were called I'm lying, like if she knew it was a I'm lying, his little story of the Nazis using to fake their death makes sense because, you know, they'd mm-hmm. be using the, 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 the lying bullets to lie about mm-hmm. being dead. Anyway, that's, I don't know, that's one of my favorite tidbits about the whole show is him going, yeah, these are called I'm lying bullets. And then we just move on. Um, so then, yeah, they go to the cemetery and then Kurt and Ram are like, so do we just like, do we just like get it on right now? And then she's like, no, strip for me. And they take their clothes off and they're like, what about you? And she's like, oh, I was hoping you would, you would, um, come take my clothes off of me. And she, they're like on the count of three and they go one, two, and then JD comes out from behind a tree and says three and then. JD shoots Ram and and Veronica shoots at Kurt but misses. And so Ram is dead and Kurt's like, oh my god! And then JD's like, don't worry, I'll get him. And Veronica's like, yeah, but but he's just, Ram's just sleeping, right? Like, he's just knocked out. (laughs) And meanwhile, JD is chasing Kurt through the cemetery and Kurt's like, why are you chasing me? I was just kidding about the Bo Diddley thing. Uh, Because earlier in the show, they compare him to Bo Diddley who was like a, a rock and roll singer. Mm. for Eleanor's reference thank you um and then yeah he's got Kurt on the he's got Kurt JD's got Kurt like climbing up this fence and he's pointing the gun at him and JD's like we can start and finish wars we're what killed the dinosaurs and the whole time Kurt's like stop stop being horrible like what are you talking what does that and then JD goes the dinosaurs will turn to dust and Kurt goes what does that even mean (laughs) and then JD goes they'll die because we say they must and then he shoots Kurt which actually now that I'm looking at it it's a nice not nice but like Kurt and Ram are the dinosaurs in this scenario. You see what I'm saying? They're like an old yeah. way of thinking um, where you don't have to be perfect to be popular. So he kills it. And then Veronica's like, yeah, homie, what did you just do? And JD's like, oh my God, I would die for you. I'd, I'd trade my life for you as I worship you. And then he goes, our love is God. Our love is God. Now, Eleanor said Veronica kind of hops back on very quickly, which in the show, it's not as bad. Like the our he, JD says our love is God a bunch of times and it's kind of drawn out. And then Veronica says it. And in a couple of different ones, again, it depends on the version, but I've seen it where it's kind of played like she's, it looks like she's trying to convince herself this is okay. But I think for the most part, in one, in in most versions, JD wraps his arms around her, but he's still holding the gun and the gun's pointing at her. And I don't, he's not doing it on purpose, but it's kind of Veronica's like, okay, well, he might kill me if I disagree, you know? And so, and not even if like super consciously or like he means to, but I think she's realizing I'm. I think JD talks like this all the time, but he actually went through and killed someone now, and has killed two people. Because remember, she doesn't know that he knew Heather was mm-hmm. going to drink the drain cleaner. She just thinks that was he was making a joke, and then it, a freak accident happened, and they got switched up. So this is the first time she's like, "Oh, he means all of these things he's saying. It's not just like you and me against the world, baby. It's no, literally, it's you and me against the world, <laughs> and I will do everything to make sure it it ends with us." So. For the most part, I think it's usually played like she's coming to this realization for the first time and is, is a little scared and like well, mo- is mostly scared and probably a little bit like, oh, my God, he, he is what he says he is, but it's not a good thing. So she's kind of like, yeah, babe, our love is God. Please don't kill me. So anyway, I, I like this. I think it's um, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I think it, I think it is a very good 
pinnacle of the show. I think it's a it's a good because tr- we as the audience already know JD's whack and really does really does mean what he says. But like mm-hmm. this is the first time she's realizing it, or at least allowing herself to realize it. But if anyone says words that sound like that to you, run yeah. far away. Run super far. Also, um, if someone is like, let's just kill them, but the bullets aren't, they're fake bullets, get like, I don't know, some sort of confirmation. Yeah, don't it's worry. It's a real gun, but fake bullets. I don't want to mess with a real not, gun, homie. Yeah. Can't, you couldn't pick any other way. We couldn't just hit them on the head and like. Yeah, just drop them in front of the school, maybe. Conk. Anyway, yeah. Um. Anyway, that's our those are our third, second, and third murders. Okay. And now I think, so that song, is number nine. We're going mm-hmm. all the way to number thirteen. Um, yeah. I'm a little um, bit bitter quick. that Kalina did not make me listen to "My Dead Gay Son." Uh yeah, this and this is an unpopular opinion, and and the Heather's fans are gonna are gonna get me for this one. I don't care for the songs in between these. Seventeen's okay. <laughs> um, so after our love is God, we have my dead gay son, which I believe is the open in the show. It's the opening to Act Two, so we get a little intermission after our love is God. We open with my dead gay son, which is Ram and Kurt's funeral, and they did in fact write the fake suicide note. So everyone thinks Ram and Kurt killed themselves in a suicide pact, a gay suicide pact, and throughout the show. We've seen Kurt and Ram's fathers are very, like, macho men, and they're very stereotypically 80s fathers. Like, they don't really allow any weakness from their sons and stuff. Like, the kids played football. They played football. They hold their sons to this very high standard. And so, during My Dead Gay Son, basically, we're at their funeral, and one of the fathers is like, this is why our son's kid. One of the fathers is like, my my son was a homo. And he's like, the other father is like, this is why they kill themselves, because they're living in this disapproving world that doesn't accept them. And so he's like, I love my dead gay son. And then now everyone's on board. And then it turns out the two fathers had an affair when they were in high school. So then they make out at the funeral. It's a lot. I, I think the song is stupid. Oh. They. It, it's fun. I just think it's a stupid song. Yeah. A lot happens. Um, and then like, JD and Veronica are at the funeral. And JD's having wait, the time sorry. of his life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just went. You just said that. Oh, and I think it's a stupid song. Over. No, no, no. The dads yeah, were lovers at yeah. the funeral. Yeah. Okay. And JD and Veronica are at the funeral, and JD's having the time of his life, and Veronica looks miserable, shockingly. Um, and then afterwards, JD's like, look, look, we did that. We made the town more tolerating. And Veronica's like, we killed two people. <laughs> so I then we get to 17. Props to JD <laughs> for trying his best. <laughs> and then we get 17. And 17, I like. Um, it's basically Veronica saying, can we be normal 17 year olds? She's like, can we go to prom and, like, go dancing and, like, you can hold my hand and we'll watch movies. And he's like, okay, I'll try to be better. And so that's the that's the whole point of stuff. She's like, can we be 17? That's all. That's it, it, Is it that hard to do? And JD's like, no, fair enough. We'll stop killing people. We'll just be normal 17-year-olds. Then we get Shine a Light. I don't like the main character who sings this song. And there's also some audience participation normally. I just... It, she's like her name's like Miss Fleming or something. She's like the counselor at the school. She's yes. just annoying. And another other people who sing in this song are Stoner Chick, Preppy, yeah. Bitter yeah. Geek. Couldn't even give him first names. Oh, her husband not. left her. Yeah, and um, and you know, she normally she cult. like. 
Yeah, she talks about like having an affair with someone. So usually she picks some guy in the audience and just talks to him for a while. And I just basically shine a light though is is her. She's like, our kids are killing themselves because this is the third suicide as far as the school is aware. So she's like, we need to help them talk about it. So they're all in like the auditorium. They're talking about how like you need to talk about your fears and what they are because and shine a light on them and then you'll feel better. You won't feel like you need to kill yourself too because you're hiding these things. And so that's shine a light. And then we go into Lifeboat, which is the song I picked for Eleanor. It is one of the Heather singing. Please tell me what you think is happening. Okay. Um, hearing that one of the Heathers sings it is new for me. So give me a second to make something up because I thought it no, was no, Veronica. No, no, no. T- no, tell me what you think happened. Well, I was just very, very confused as to, because I, I thought it was Veronica singing because I forgot that um other people existed. Um... Basically, I, I was this this whole thing confused me. But now that I know that Heather is singing it, um, it makes a lot more sense because um, she's kind of feeling the pressure to be the the next big Heather, uh, and she's like, if I wear the wrong thing or wear, if I say the wrong thing or wear the wrong thing, they're gonna kill me, um, and like nobody really knows her because she's like the tiniest lifeboat with the people I know. Uh, which, you know, means that nobody really knows her because she's so popular, but, like, misunderstood. I was mostly confused. I didn't know why Veronica was complaining about n- nobody <laughs> liking her because they probably don't like her because she's killing people. And also, I didn't think she wanted to be this popular. But it's not Veronica, and I'm wrong. Yeah, so basically after Shine a Light... um Heather McNamara, who was the one who wears yellow, is like, well, she steps up and she's like, actually, I've been suicidal. Um, And so she says, with the lifeboat line, basically she's saying they're in like this, they're in the ocean, it's a raging black ocean, and they're in a very small lifeboat with the people she knows. And and you assume the people she knows are the other Heathers and then Kurt and Ram. And so there's not a lot of space on this tiny lifeboat and you got to fight to survive. And... And like Eleanor said, she goes, if I say the wrong thing or I wear the wrong outfit, they'll just throw me right over the side. So basically she won't be popular anymore. And she says, I'm hugging my knees and the captain is pointing. Well, who made her captain? Which could either be about Heather Chandler, who's been dead at this point for about half the show at this point. Or it could be about Heather Duke, who's been trying to become the new Heather Chandler. Heather Chandler had like, like I told you, they all had colors and she had a red scrunchie. So Heather Duke's been trying to like get, find the red scrunchie and like be the be the hbic now and heather mcnamara is like who put her in charge like and and throughout the show you get little hints to this but heather mcnamara isn't awful like it's heather chandler and heather duke are kind of written to be like awful people and that's just who they are whereas heather mcnamara is kind of like she's nice but she's also along for the ride it's easier for her to go along and be awful with them Mm -hmm. than get tossed off the lifeboat so she's like yeah um actually i i wanted to kill myself now that we're talking about shining the light on our problems i'm not feeling great and one of the i'm trying to remember the line exactly but she goes before she starts singing she goes 
she talks about how she's waiting for the bus in the morning and she's riding the bus and she and she goes G and, uh, and then she goes oh I'm thinking Jesus I'm on the bus again because all my rides to school are dead because she used to ride with Heather Chandler or Kurt and Ram mm-hmm. and now everyone has killed themselves and she's like and oh and she goes yeah I thought you know my best friend seemed to have it together but she's dead and you know the guy I was sleeping with seemed to have it together but now he's dead too because he was gay and I'm just kind of that'll mess here, with the so maybe. Yeah, so she's like, maybe that's the only option for me is to kill myself, and it's not. So this no, is her singing not. her little. This is her little. This is just her singing about how she she she's like, yeah, I haven't been having too great of a time either, personally. That okay, that makes a lot more sense. Don't don't kill yourself, kids. Don't Nothing yourself. in high school is worth it. Nothing mm-hmm. like usually ever is worth it, but like especially high school. Okay, Eleanor, don't put a caveat on don't kill yourself. Okay, just say don't kill yourself and we move on. Well. Don't be like, don't kill yourself, except for, like, in this one scenario. Just don't, just don't do it. Well, no, never kill yourself. Like, especially don't kill yourself in high school. Because then we get more bad Okay, stop, no caveats. Next song. (laughs) Well, actually, I'll give you, I'll give you a little context, because there's only one song I gave. So, after Shine a Light, we have Shine a Light Reprise, which is, um... Heather McNamara runs off and tries to take a bunch of pills in the school bathroom and Veronica runs after her. But like while she's running off, Heather Duke and the rest of the school is like, uh, all, you, all you're doing is whining. You should kill yourself. So she runs off to go take a bunch of pills in the bathroom and, and Veronica's like, uh, don't, don't do that. So she stops her and they have a little heart to heart. And then, and then we go into the song I gave Eleanor, which is? Which is called Kindergarten Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, it's about I don't know who's singing it. Well, I know now that it's Mar. It's it's Heather, Veronica's friend, Martha. I kind of knew it wasn't Veronica this time. I could, with my big old brain, I could <laughs> sense it. And basically, she's like, I had this boyfriend in kindergarten. We did some weird things that were kindergartny. Um. And now, uh, you know, everyone else is dead. Maybe I had a dream where I was dead, too, and then my kindergarten boyfriend loved me again. So maybe if I die, we ought to, you know, basically she's like, I want to die. And also my kindergarten boyfriend died. So maybe if I die, we'll um, be reunited. But Mm -hmm. also she talks about how he, uh, this was in kindergarten, and he pulled a scab off of himself and then gave it to her, and then she kept it. Little boys and little are weird, and little girls are also weird. Um, but like, I never that, had. That's like a par for the course. I have friends in kindergarten. I think I don't remember. I would never have kept a scab that somebody gave me. I didn't that go is... to kindergarten. I was in kindergarten sense. for one day, and then they were like, "Wow, she really knows her ABCs." Let's uh. No, excuse me, we were reading in a little circle, okay? And I remember thinking that all the other kids were reading really slowly, so we have to read out loud. It's like four of us, and I was last, and then I was like, the fox runs fast. And then she was like, you can read that? And I said, yes, and then they sent me to first grade. And that was the last day I spent in kindergarten. I almost skipped first grade, but I failed a spelling test. I'm not bitter. I'm still not not good at spelling. That's just not something I'm good at. (laughs) Okay. Um, so yeah, Martha, as I mentioned earlier, is Veronica's best friend. And now Veronica kind of has, has dropped her throughout the show because she became popular and Martha is not. 
But Martha has a crush on, well, had a crush on Ram. And earlier in the show, with the whole forging thing, they were like, the Heather's like, oh my god, it'd be so funny if we told Martha, convinced Martha that Ram wants her to come to the party we're having. So Veronica had to fake a fake a note from Ram and then pretend like, she, and then Martha came up to her and she was like, oh my god, Ram invited me to his party. He does still care about me. And Veronica was like, oh yeah, that's so cool. I'm so happy for you. Because if she didn't agree, they were going to, the Heathers were going to ruin her social life again. So nice. now Ram is dead and everyone thinks he killed himself in his gay suicide pact. So Martha, and Martha's been being bullied this whole time and she no longer has Veronica to support her. Um, and so she's like, yeah, I met this boy in kindergarten. He's And this is when her crush on Ram started. She's like, we had a good time and he gave me a scab and he didn't care if I was thin or pretty. And then we hit first grade and everything changed. And, and she says, and then he woke up is the imagery she uses. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, last night I dreamed that a horse with wings flew down into my homeroom. And then on its back was Ram, and he held out his arms, and we we sailed away from this horrible life. But now we're grown up. We know that's not true. And I think one very sad line is she goes, certain boys are just for kindergarten, certain girls are meant to be alone. But I believe that any dream worth having is a dream that should not have to end. So then she's going to kill herself, because she's like, then I never have to wake up. Which is not not no. the steps that we should be following, kids. No, perhaps but, seek um, mental health help before just deciding also never take advice from a pegasus if you're taking advice from a pegasus something has gone wrong anyway she's like she's like well the man i loved even though he he didn't love me for many years and we all grew up and realized that like you have to be you have to fit into this mold to be accepted and be loved in this world he's dead so like might as well because like it can't get worse than it is now not true that's the last song I gave Eleanor, so I'll give you a little recap, because I do like the next song. It is short, and I could have given it to you, but I do like our five. But the next song is called Yo Girl, and basically, throughout the show, since she, since they've killed everyone, the dead Heather and then the dead Curtain Rams have been haunting her. Um, the best part of that Question. is that... yes. Did Martha die? I will get to that. Oh, okay. Take it. Calm down. I'm calm. So Martha, I think, like, tries to throw herself off of, like, a, a bridge or something, right? And so then we have Yo Girl, which is dead Heather Chandler, who's in the robe she was in when she died, and then dead Curtain and Ram, who are in their tidy whities and socks for the remainder of the show, because that's, they took off their clothes when they got shot. So these poor fellas just have to stand on stage in their underwear for the, for, for, like, half of the show. <laughs> so there's, so it's dead Heather and dead Curtain and Ram, and they're saying, they're singing to, to Veronica, because... Um, Heather Duke tells Veronica, oh, Martha took a, oh, it says she, she took a belly flop off the old milled bridge last night holding a suicide note. And this is the first Veronica's hearing of it because she hasn't really been a great friend. And Heather Duke goes, and then she's not dead because Veronica says, oh my God, is she dead? And Heather Duke goes, no, just some broken bones. Just another geek trying to imitate the popular people and failing miserably. The poor girl can't even kill herself and catch a break. But also Heather Duke is awful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So then you get her, you get Heather and Ram and Kurt, Heather Chandler and Ram and Kurt saying, "Yo, girl, keep it together. I knew you would come far. Now you're truly a Heather because they're, they're not real. Obviously, this is Veronica's guilt weighing mm-hmm. on her, but she feels like she drove Martha to this by enabling the Heathers and not being friends with Martha. So then Veronica goes, and we have a little scene where she's visiting Martha in the hospital, and she's like, "Martha, I'm so sorry." And Heather, Ram, and Kurt are like, um, 
Yo, girl, feel a bit punchy. She's not looking so well. Still, you've earned that red scrunchie, which was Heather Chandler's. Basically, they're saying Veronica should take over now. And then they say, come join Heather in hell. And then Veronica goes home. And Veronica's dad's like, where have you been? And her mom's like, we've been worried sick. Your friend JD stopped by. He told us everything. And Veronica's like, what are you talking about? And Veronica's mom, Veronica, their, her parents are like, he told us you're depressed and you've had thoughts of suicide. And he showed us your copy of Moby Dick. And in the copy of Moby Dick, she's like written notes and like highlighted point um parts that like would allude to her being depressed. Mm-hmm. But it's because JD learned how to fake her handwriting because he'd been learning from her. So Heather Chandler goes, he's got your handwriting down cold. Because he just faked that she was depressed in this copy of Moby Dick and showed it to her parents. And they were like, he was like, man, you got, you got to watch out for her, she said. And Veronica's like, you wouldn't understand what I'm going through. And then her mom says one of the funniest lines, I think. She goes, I know your problems seem like life and death. They are. <laughs> I know she can't tell her that, but they are. So Veronica's mom's like, I know, I know your problems seem dire, but I've experienced everything you're going through right now. And Veronica's like, no, you have not. And, and then like, in the- even, even without knowing the rest of it. Um, Veronica's mom, people are, people are real life dying. Like it is, it is life, even without knowing that your, your kid murdered them. It is, um. And then this whole time, Heather, Ram, and Kurt are singing like a chorus, like, like a a chorus from hell, essentially. And Veronica's head, they're like, guess who's right down the block? Guess who's coming up your stairs? Guess who's picking your lock? Time's up. Go say your prayers. And Veronica's like running to her her room because she like knows jd is coming and heather and ram and kurt are like veronica's running on fumes now veronica's totally fried veronica's got to be tripping on shrooms now thinking that she can hide veronica's done for there's no doubt now notify next of kin veronica's trying to keep him out now too late he got in are you reading these lyrics or do you just know them which answer would be worse i would like the truth I am reading them, but I do oh, know them. God. Okay. <laughs> I like this this song. I know it's not a great song, but it, it it's very quick. The lines are very quick, and it is fun to say. So I do know the lines, but I, I am reading them fun. this one time. I am reading this this one time. Okay. Um, and basically, JD, um, if call back to dead girl walking, he climbs in through her window, and he's like, "Sorry for coming in through the wind window. Dreadful etiquette, I know." And Veronica's hiding in her closet. So that's yo girl. Then we go into meant to be yours, which is um him he's like don't worry babe i forgive you come come see the pep rally with me and he's like you chucked me out like i was trash but it's okay i had a great idea what if heist the high school went away instead because they're the only reason you don't want to be with me anymore not the murder he said they made you blind messed up your mind but i can set you free and then he said and so i built a bomb tonight our school is vietnam let's guarantee they never see their senior prom i was meant to be yours we were meant to be one. Don't give up on me now. Hey, kids. Just so you know. <laughs> if your boyfriend ever says he has a bomb, whenever you are safely able to, tell the authorities. I'm pretty sure you can text the cops now. I, you know, notifying the cops isn't always the best thing to do in every single scenario. When someone has a bomb... It might be worth it to let them know. So she's hiding in her closet and he's just stalking around her room like, don't worry, I figured out the problem. Oh, we're still in her room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's climbed in through a window. She's run upstairs to her room and is hiding in the closet. He's like, I figured out the problem. It's definitely the other high school students, but I'm going to blow them up. And then you and me are going to watch them blow up. And then we'll be together forever. And we're going to plant this note explaining why they died. Because, um... 
And our now and not not in Heather Duke's defense, but she's stupid because JD gave her a paper and he was like, "Can you get everyone to sign this for?" I don't remember what he said. It was probably for like some TV something, right? To come have the TV have the TV news stations come to their school. And Heather was like, "Yeah, no problem." And everyone signed it. But what he did was wrote a giant suicide note that's like, "We, the students of Westerberg High, which is their high school." will die and maybe our burned bodies he's trying to like make a statement he's like maybe you'll finally understand that your society they turns out slaves and blanks and we don't want to be a part of the wheel anymore so we're gonna commit so, mass like, suicide if this worked out if this had worked out the way he wanted it to just everyone would have believed that every single student who went to the school just except for JD and Veronica presumably just decided that yes did you not hear that your society turns out slaves in blanks? No thanks. But they're they're sending a message. Just and then he goes. Don't plan this, we, but that wouldn't work. Then he goes. We'll watch the smoke pour out the doors. Bring marshmallows. We'll make s'mores. We'll make s'mores while our high school burns to a crisp. And he's like, um. You were meant to be mine. I'm all that you need. You carved open my heart. Can't just leave me to bleed. So he's kind of putting the blame on Veronica a little bit. He's like, you opened up my heart. I didn't know I could feel all these emotions. You can't just leave me here with all of my feelings. Which, like, no one told you to kill anyone, homie. Anyway, and then this was going around on TikTok for a while. People were doing this. The Veronica opened the door trend. So that's from this song. Oh, okay. Yeah, where he says, Veronica, basically she's banging on the closet door. And he's like, Veronica, can we not fight? Come on, I know you're scared. But, like, I will set all of that straight. You just got to open the door. And, and let me in. So then he breaks down the door. And then Veronica has hung herself when he opens the door in the closet. So he's like, no, Veronica, you can't leave me alone. You were the and then he goes, you were all I could trust. I can't do this alone. Then he pauses. And the next line is still I will if I must. Very quick turnaround for our boy JD. He's like, Veronica, you can't die and leave me here. And then he's like, well, I'll, I'm going to keep on keeping on anyway. I appreciate his commitment Mm -hmm. his commitment is entirely misplaced yeah he really needs to put that energy somewhere else so then he's in her room and you hear veronica's mom coming up the stairs and she's like veronica i brought you a snack so he climbs out the window and then she opens the door and sees her um, daughter hanging from the closet and she's like veronica ah but don't worry veronica (laughs) faked her death this is a fake suicide she like jerry rigged something so like it looked like she was hanging but she wasn't well she was but like she wasn't dead and so she's so then she goes to her she's like don't worry it's a joke and her mom's like that wasn't funny because like i don't know why she couldn't tell her mom now that her her boyfriend was planning to murder everyone i don't know i feel like this would have been the right time to to call the cops as eleanor said mm-hmm. bring it up mm-hmm. um but she didn't so then she's like i'm gonna go to the high school because they're supposed to be having a pep rally so everyone's gonna be at school um, and now we get dead girl walking the reprise. So like I said, it does come back later and she's a dead girl walking in the sense that like, she's going there and she thinks she's going to die. She thinks she's going to, they're either going to have to die together or she's going to have to kill JD to, to solve this problem. And she's like, I wanted someone strong who could protect me. And I let his anger fester and infect me. Um, so like, she's like, you know, no, but no one here deserves to die except for me and JD. Cause I created this monster that he is now. And then the lady who sings Shine a Light was like, Veronica, Jason told me you just... His, oh, my JD's name is Jason Dean. So, um, Veronica... <laughs> Jason? Jason Dean. Um, so, the teacher was like, Jason Dean told me you just committed suicide. And she goes, yeah, well, he's wrong about a lot of things. 
Which is a, a little funny because she's like, yeah, he's wrong about me being dead, but also about all the things that he thinks, like wanting to kill you all. And then she's like, and the teacher's like, oh, well, it's a shame because I put together such a lovely tribute with this short notice. To, to Veronica? To her suicide. Yes. Oh, of course. So, to her face. I don't, listen, I don't like this lady. Um, and then Veronica's <laughs> like, what's under the gym? And she's like, the boiler room. Now, if we remember I mentioned earlier, Jason's father is a demolitions man. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure his name is Big Bud Dean, if I remember correctly. That's how his advertisements go. We don't need to know names, actually. <laughs> it's okay. None of them are good. And also, I don't know if this comes up in, in the songs before, but the basically, Jason, J- JD's mother died, and what what it turns out happened is as they were driving away from a town, Jason saw his mother in the window of a building his father was going to blow up, but he was pretty sure she went there on purpose. Everyone's committing suicide in this show, right? This is a great show. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is so, a great show. So young JD witnessed his mother essentially kill herself by getting blown up by a building, right? So Jason and Jason has an understanding of of dynamite and things like that because of his father. So the teacher is like, "Oh, the boiler room's under the gym," and Veronica's like, "Okay, that's where he's gonna be." And the whole time they're having a pep rally, so the students are like, uh, "Hey, wh- like, hey, yo, Westerberg, we're gonna we're gonna kick the other team's butt." That's basically this, and they say Westerberg will knock you out and send you straight to hell, which is funny objectively, if you think about it, because that's what JD's trying to do. And then Veronica goes downstairs to the basement, and she's like, "Step away from the bomb," and this is Kalina being a nerd. But in earlier versions of the show, before it made it to Broadway. Um, when JD first sees her, he goes, and here I thought you lost your um, penchant for faking suicides because, um, you know, they faked Martin, they faked, they faked Heather's and they faked the one, she faked her own. But uh, he doesn't say it in the, in, in this album, but he goes, oh, this little thing, I'd hardly call this a bomb. This is just to trigger the thermals upstairs in the gym. Those are bombs. People are going to see the ashes of Westerberg and they're going to be like, um, this is his pretentious line. There's a school that's self-destructed, not because society doesn't care, but because that school was society. The only place that Heathers and Marthas can get along is in heaven. And Veronica's like, I wish your mom had been a little stronger. I wish she had stuck around a little longer. I wish your dad were good. His dad's a, like, it's alluded that his dad is very abusive. So she's like, I wish your dad were good. And I wish grownups understood what we were going through. I wish we'd, I wish I'd met you before you got so jacked up, essentially. And he she goes, I wish you'd come with me. And he says, I wish I had more TNT. And then they fight. Well, um, you know, at least he's s- strong in his con- convictions. He he. If nothing else, he is he is that. But um, they fight, and he's got a gun. The, sorry, yeah. according to the genius um, little page. For um, the the first dead girl walking is screw me, as in. Jamie, oh yeah, <laughs> have sex with me, um, and then this reprise is uh, "Screw You," which is which is kind of cute. I do uh, remember when I watched this movie. Um, I up until basically up until his de- his decision to plant the bomb, I was like, you know, maybe they can get out of this. Maybe this is a nice. You know, maybe it'll get a nice little bow. And then he started talking about uh, killing the entire school, and I was like, "Oh, this is a lot." I do remember thinking that things have taken a turn, and it kind of came out of nowhere, and I was not prepared for it. He, 
in the show, I don't think the audience goes through it as much as because we know what ha- what's going to happen to Heather before it does. But I think for Veronica, it's like he talked this game and he talked about protecting me and wanting to be with me and like talking in these big grand pictures. But I don't think she like really understood he meant it until mm-hmm. the curtain ram thing. And then she's like, and then he's like, yeah, don't worry, babe. We can be 17. I'll stop being homicidal. And so she, I don't know why she believed him, but like, you know, she was like, okay, uh, he, he was a little jacked up. His family's not great, but he said we would, we would be together and it would be okay. And then to an extent, I think she like let herself be deluded, but like she shouldn't, she shouldn't have, you know? Yes. The guy who plays JD in this one is the guy who was dating Dove Cameron. I was going to tell you that later. That's one problem, one part of my points. God. Sorry, I just realized that I recognized the name. This is getting really long. We haven't got to the end of the show. Anyway, they fight. <laughs> he's got a gun. The gu- they're like real close to each other and the gun goes off. Then we go to I am damaged. This is just how this man talks, unfortunately. Turns out she shot him um, while they were fighting for the gun. He's like, so and I, he's like, I am damaged. I am far too damaged, but you're not beyond repair. I don't know why it took him getting shot in the gut for him to come to his senses but it did and he's like don't worry you beat me please stand back i'm gonna take this bomb and blow myself up instead of the school and then he goes back to his then you know i'd worship you i trade my life for yours our love is god now the funniest line in this song is veronica's like no don't kill yourself that's hard not not like this and he's like our love is god our love is god our love is god our love is god and then she goes say hi to god and then the bomb goes off oh jesus now, in the movie, I'm pretty sure he, like, walks out to the football field and goes really far away and the bomb goes off. Whereas here, I think it just goes off in the basement. But since he didn't rig it up properly, it doesn't cause that much damage. And so then Veronica appears at the pep rally and Heather, one of the he- Heather McNamara is like, people said you killed yourself. And Heather Duke goes, you look like hell. And this is a line from the movie. And Veronica goes, yeah, I just got back. Oh. And then we get 17 reprise, which instead of singing it to her homicidal boyfriend, because now he's dead, Veronica's like, listen, I'm in charge now. We're not acting like horrible people anymore. Everyone is damaged. Everyone's frightened. Everyone's a freak, but it's okay. Um, And then she goes, Martha, are you free tonight? And she goes, my date for the pep rally kind of blew me off. Because she was going to say blew up. (laughs) She said, people are going to realize what happened to him and then... Martha's going to be like, that's a really weird thing to say. <laughs> Blew me off. And then she's like, can we um, hang out and watch a movie? Um, and something with a happy ending. Because earlier in the show, it turns out that basically they have movie night. But Martha just rents the princess bride all of the time. And like What's can wrong with quote that? it. Which I don't know if anyone's ever watched a movie with Eleanor. It's kind of like that. What's wrong with that? Um, What's wrong with watching the princess bride over and over again? Nothing. So Veronica's like, can we watch something with a happy ending? And Martha's like, are there any happy endings? The princess and bride doesn't like, have a sad ending. And so then Veronica's like, I can't listen. I can't prom- promise a Heather was never going to exist again. Or like, we might feel like we're in high school forever. But like, will you still be my friend? And then everyone's like, we can be 17. We, so if, if I don't like this line, because I think it missed the point of the show. Because she said, they say, if no one loves me now, someday somebody will. And I think the point of the show should have been, if no one loves me now, I will. Mm-hmm. Because um, you saw what happened the last time someone loved someone. Yeah, they killed three up. people. Before we even got to that part. Because, oh, listen, him blowing himself up would have been sad. But it also, if he did that at the start of the show, 
Not, we wouldn't not have had happened. three deaths. <laughs> I always, I always um, misremember, and I always think two Heathers die, and not just the one. Yeah, no, it's just the just the one and the, the double suicide pact, the gay suicide pact. Also, like, I will not. St- Princess Bride is a great movie. Okay, it has Fred it Savage is. in it, and it has Mandy Patinkin. And listen, every time I think about the um. The promise me anything. Uh, promise me anything I want. And he's like anything you want. And he goes, I want my father back. Anytime I think about that for too long, I get real emo. So like, I get you. It's a good movie. It's the probably the best thing Mandy Patinkin has been in. And we all know how I feel about Criminal Minds. Oh, it's definitely the best thing he's been in. Anyway, the moral of the story is being a seventeen-year-old. Nothing's that serious. Don't no. murder people. The moral of the story is, do not murder people. And also, if you think your boyfriend is about to blow up a school, tell somebody. I just... I think... Like, like I, I told you, Blue wasn't... I picked that song to annoy you, but I do think it's a good little, like, character study. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yes, the characters... What, what JD was saying was right, especially... And, like, even though I don't agree with his point... Of like, oh, I'm going to convince everyone this whole high school did a mass suicide because society is just doesn't care about its youth. Right. But like his argument, I think if you if you strip away all the murder, because obviously don't murder people and fake suicides. But like the argument, I think, was very good to a good thing for people to to take away. You know, it's like you don't have to be perfect. Everyone is value. It's OK just to be a young person and, and nothing is that deep and, and life wrecking. Oh, what are you making faces about? In the next um, episode, can we watch Riverdale special Heather's the Musical? Well, I was looking at the notes and it said it covers. And one of the covers said Riverdale cast. And I said, that's a joke. No, it's not. They also did Carrie. The- Listen, Riverdale used to be my like turn off my brain show. Like when I, especially when I was writing my, my thesis. Um, but it got ridic- too ridiculous even for me. The last thing I remember is one of the characters I think became La Llorona, which I, I just, I don't think that's that's how La Llorona works. <laughs> so then I, I have to stop watching. And like, I will tell you, I stuck pretty far. I was pretty recently, all things considered. Uh, yes, uh, high school's not that big of a deal. Please don't kill anybody. Please, please don't kill anybody. And like if you I know somebody now, is killing somebody, like maybe kill somebody. After explaining the 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 ending to you, I do feel a little bad about him being my irredeemable bad boy. But like also, everyone gets one, and I don't think he's the worst. No, and like I know what he did was wrong. What and he bad, did was obviously. wrong. But if he was hurt as a kid, it kind of makes sense. We're not making excuses for him, but like you know. I can't it's imagine like watching your mom just... waving at you through a window before getting blown up, and she did it on purpose. I don't imagine that's fun. No, that would definitely um, mess with a person. It's a damper on things. Yeah. And like, in my defense, why'd they pick Christian Slater to play him? I know he didn't play him in a musical, but like, that's their <laughs> own fault for picking Christian Slater. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you that. He is, he's a little bit too cute to be being such a, such a bad, bad boy. Oh, I think you would like, uh, I think in the like, what is it, West End, in in London, the West End version, you might like the guy who plays him there. So you go look him up. He seems like your type. I could be wrong, but I just, I just feel like more so than, well, you do like Ryan. Do you like Ryan McCartan? I think he's cute. I don't know anything about him, but I think he's cute. 
he's the OG man. Anyway, everyone comment your irredeemable bad boy down below. We will be back next time. Um, hopefully not with Riverdale because I love myself and I don't want to do that. The guy who's playing him right now? Um, two seconds. No, not, I don't think the guy. Listen. Okay, because if it was the guy who was playing him right now, I would be very, very um, um, offended. You, you do our closeout while I look for him. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks for, for tuning in. Uh, we will be back next Friday where we will talk about something different. Don't know what yet, but something different. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Where Did you Kalina... say we'll be back next week? Because that's a lie. Well, that's not a guarantee, is what I will say. That's true. We will be back for sure. Um, but we <laughs> Kalina posts on TikTok a lot. Uh, sometimes I, I do. Very funny. Kalina's very funny on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of there. Um. I've been yeah. curating our Twitter too. If you want to follow us, I think it's yes. Don't Quote Us Twenty Seven. I believe it is as well. And We're so good at this. I've been Kalina, <laughs> and I have been Eleanor. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't quote me on that. One day we'll have an outro, but it's not today. <laughs>